Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. Wow. Wow. It's am- it's amazing. excited. I'm an amazing human, Dan. You are. Yeah, you, you created life for the second time, so. Created life for the second time, and then boom, I show up three days later after birth, and I'm, I'm doing a show. I'm doing a live show. I'm a, look, I don't want to say that there should be a, a parade for me, but, uh, well, there should be a parade for me. Yeah, I mean, it's impressive. Absolutely. <laughs> Why I love doing this show Meanwhile, with you is, haven't even heard in, in your wife, voice, so by the way, the it's just completely doing. dead. It's completely dead, Dan. Oh, well, I'm dead inside, so that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh what we what we saying um i said me uh in the meantime while you're out here you know getting work done your wife who contributed nothing to this zero nowhere to be found where nope. is she no uh who, who knows D- doing whatever she does i mean look if you look back at in like important babies in history let's just look at the last one right the last big baby that was born that everybody was like holy shit it was probably kate middleton and yep. right after the child was born, she was up and walking in a dress, waving to people with the fucking royal baby like four hours later. Yep. Jesse was not. My wife was not. And I well, said to her, I, I said, look, Jesse, um, you can never be royal. And that's a Lord song. And now she's oh, living up man. to it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's true. Because she wasn't walking around waving to people and shit. She was in bed. All, you know, juiced up on pain meds, uh, not even remotely close to walk out of the hospital doors and wave to people. Well, I mean, you know, look look at it this way. If you had an opportunity to take a couple of days off and stay high on pain meds, what would you do? Boy, if I I had an opportunity to take my my life off and do that, I would. You know what I'm saying, Dan? Absolutely. Somebody posted in Drinking Bros the other day. They were just like, "Man, I, I I went to the you know the doctors and they gave me these oxys, and I was like, I don't want these." And I'm like, Wait, "What world are you living in, my man?" That's what we should set up an exchange program where people who get drugs and don't want them can give them to people who want them. Ah, oh, gosh, it'd be great, wouldn't it? Um, oh, that exists already. They're called drug dealers. There it is. There it is. There it is. My bad. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Welcome to the show, kids. Um, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I usually say we've got a hot show today. Um, this week, I, I don't know that we do. This is, the, this is the most deadest week in sports. This is the week that you dread. This is the week that it's, uh, what, we're six days away from college football kicking off, and we're stuck in the fucking Little League World Series right now. And it's not even the finals yet. You know, we're still seeing the scrub kids out there. I want to see the fucking legit superstar kids out there. Come on. Right now we're seeing, you know, Japan versus fucking Guatemala. Don't, don't, don't give me that shit. Like, get the fuck off my lawn with that shit. Um, yep. You bring me the hard-hitting American kids versus whatever Dominican kids we're going against. And let's, let's fucking get it on. Otherwise, I don't need to see this wall-to-wall coverage of every goddamn Little League knockout game to get to the World Series. Who, who is time for that shit? Like, I, look, I, I get it. I, this I, seems like the first year to me that they've actually televised all the regionals and all this stuff. I guess. I don't, I, like, I don't know. Uh, 
Because look, all of television revolves around ratings. That's it. The only reason that TV or sports even exist at all is simply for advertisers. So they can make money and so networks can make money. Otherwise, you'd never fucking see or hear about an NFL game or a Little League World Series game, any of that shit. That being said, the NFL brings in the ratings. I have a hard time believing that, you know, fucking Costa Rica versus Laos is bringing in huge ratings for Little League World Series. And like that big that they're like, oh, man, we've got to televise this regional. Millions will be around, you know, their bar stools watching this game. Yeah, I doubt it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's the international TV ratings that are keeping them going, but I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? What I know is this. I've I've got now two boys. I had a boy before, got a new boy now, you know, as of two days ago, three days ago, whatever. I, I am well aware, because one of them plays sports already at four years old. I'm well aware that I enjoy watching him play sports, but I would never, ever in a million fucking years force that on somebody else of like, hey, why don't you watch my child play sports and pretend to have a good time doing it? Not going to happen. So do you think that's like the, uh, the male version of Here Comes Honey Boo Boo or what? I don't know. I, like, I, I don't know what your audience is in this. Um, you know, I, look, is there other little kids that like watching other little kids play baseball? Because uh, I, I, I certainly don't. I, I would rather watch a pro team if I was, a, you know, I, look, when I was a child and I was on, I was a very gifted baseball player as a, as a youth. Made the all-star team every year. Was on those traveling teams and the goddamn fall teams and all that shit. Um, yep, me too. Yeah. And even then, it was just like, all right, great. I didn't want to watch Little League World Series on, on TV. I wanted to watch the pros. I wanted to watch the Braves. I didn't want to watch this garbage. Yeah. No, I get it, though. I mean, I think people are nostalgic. That's their issue. I guess, man. But, you know, and best of luck to Rhode Island versus South Dakota or whoever's playing today. I don't want to watch that shit. I want some hard-hitting shit. I'll even, I'll even go like, you know, preseason NFL, but their schedules have been so weird with this preseason that it's just like, yeah, is there a game on tonight? Not really sure. Yeah, it's hard to tell. To be honest with the Little League World Series, I think we should do what Russia did a couple of years ago, which is start like child MMA leagues. Ooh, I like yeah, that. Is that so, a real thing? Oh, yeah. Look it up. Drink no post, go to the internet, find it, way. post it in the group because it's hilarious. Wow. It's like, seriously, kids that start at nine years old and they're like, I don't know what ounce gloves they're wearing. I don't know if they're six ounce or four ounce gloves or whatever, but they're like pounding on each other. It's hilarious. Russia just does shit better all the way across the board. I'm, I'm going to be real with you. Like, I don't want to live there, obviously. Um, and I, look, I'm sure it's fucked up waiting in line for a sack of potatoes every, every yeah, other I was Tuesday. Say, they're, they're not that great at feeding people, but otherwise they get it all figured out. No, I mean, but the rest of it where it's just like, dude, you know, Putin controls his shit. Uh, athletes are all jacked up on steroids. You know, you're trying to make the best humans possible and like the superior, you know, country. Um, and I, like, I understand all that. I, I, I wish we did it here instead of the pussy shit we have on, you know, going on here. Yeah, I agree. The, to be honest, all the hubbub about uh, steroids in baseball in the in the two thousands really kind of irked me. To be honest, I want to see the best possible product on the field. Yeah. Do you, under, do you understand? So if they got a juice, I want everybody on juice. Everyone. Like everyone. Yep. All the time, even if they don't need it, like still do it and get better. Yeah. I see five hundred foot home runs. 
That's exciting. There's no been there's never been a more exciting time in baseball than Maguire Sosa. Uh, hands down, uh, the greatest time in the in the history of baseball, in my opinion. I remember watching every single game. Both, both the Cubs and the Cardinals, because they would usually schedule them where it was just like, oh man, one's on ESPN, the other one's on ESPN too. And, and you'd, you'd either flip back and forth to see if Sosa and McGuire hit a home run, or you'd go to a bar where they had both games going at the same time. Fuck me. Every night, that was a blast to watch. Yeah, it was amazing. And you know, uh, what year was that for Barry Bonds? Um, where he hit 73? Um, yeah. Yeah, that year, and then there was another one where he had 232 walks in a season. Yeah. Um, I think that was 2001 and Yeah, I, I believe it was in that time frame. I, I remember I, w- I actually went to the World Series that year because they played the Angels. Yep. That's and, when uh, Dusty Baker's kid almost got ran over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, so I was at that uh, game one uh, at the Angels Stadium. I saw Barry Bonds jerk out a home run that was so impressive that, like, I, I, look, I wasn't a fan of either team, but, like, I, I think I came and I cried at the same time. I was like, oh, my God, that, that, this is America right now. This Absolutely, is what America yeah. should be. And I remember that whole season. Actually, for, like, a couple of seasons there, every time Barry Bonds stepped up to the plate, no matter what was on ESPN, they would cut and go to that. Yeah, yeah. Like, tell me there was a more exciting time, and even in sports in general, than from, like, 1997 through 2003. Oh, uh, dude. I, I'll put it to this way. I have a super, like, awesome, awesomely depressing story. Because I think everybody remembers sports fans, at least. Remember where they were when uh, Mark McGuire broke Maris's record. Do you remember yep. where you were for that? Um, yeah, I was... Uh... I was in high school, so I was. Were you watching it at home at your house? It would have been, uh, God, what year? What what time of year was that? It was in August, right? So I probably would have been back at school. I don't know. Yeah, I want to say ninety eight, ninety nine, somewhere in there. Um, I I know because ninety eight. Yeah, you you know you know who I know, Dan. Um, I don't know, but I'm dying to hear. I was on my way to the game, so you had to guess. You had to guess back then which game he was going to do it. And he went through like a four or five game stretch where he didn't make it. And uh, I was in school at Ohio State and he was about to play the Cincinnati Reds at Cincinnati. And the way it lined up was uh, the, the game the night before, I was driving down to Cincinnati for that game and I had tickets to it and I had tickets... Uh, right and left field, because I, you know, if you caught that ball, they were saying it was going to be at a minimum a million dollars, possibly go up to two million dollars. So wow. I'd bought in seats in advance. I couldn't wait for that fucking game. All he had to do was not hit it in St. Louis, um, where where he eventually did. So what me and my buddy did on the drive down from Columbus, Ohio, to Cincinnati was we we turned the game on the radio and listening to it on the radio. It was like the third or fourth inning. He jacks out that home run, and I'm on the way to Cincinnati to a game that now means nothing. Um, and the Cincinnati Reds weren't an impressive team. It was kind of bullshit. Uh, McGuire comes out. So we ended up going to the game anyways. McGuire comes out. He's exhausted from partying and the fucking phone calls the night before, everything that he was going through. He takes one at bat. Waves to the crowd and then goes back into the dugout, never to be seen again. I walked out of the stadium. That was it. Super depressing. Super, that's, super yeah, depressing. That's rough. Yeah. 
That's yeah. Funny. So I was in a, I was in the car. I didn't even get to see him actually physically hit the home run until Sports Center later on that night. And me and my buddy just got drunk, and we were like, "Fuck this, dude." I mean, the plans were in place. It was the right time. I missed it by one fucking game is what happened. I remember the pitch from, uh, what was that guy's name? Traxel. Yeah. It was low and in. And the ball barely, barely got over the fence. Line drive. It was, I mean, and I remember, didn't he almost miss first base? And then he uh, afterwards. Yeah, had to swing back. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, the, I think That's that ball awesome. cleared the fence by like a foot, and it was just heartbreaking. Where I was like, "Fuck you!" Uh, but I got look. I got to see him the night after his one bullshit at bat. He waved afterwards, and that was it. And it was just like, Ugh. "Thanks, Mark McGuire." What I wish happened though was that the, I, I didn't like. I, I wish those guys never would have had to go to Congress and admit the steroid thing ever. I wish. I wish yeah, it just could have gone away after that. I. I wish that baseball never would have started testing for steroids like i said i'm not even kidding about that i think that's ridiculous like it's the idea that you can't take uh, a supplement to make yourself better at what you do is ridiculous to me especially if that like if there was some kind of pill you could take to make your brain work better and you were like a marketer no one people would be like oh that's a smart move you should totally do that but there's some like stupid unwritten bullshit about sports where oh that's cheating. Fucking Ty Cobb used to like pull guns on people. Yeah. I mean, what the hell, man? Yeah. Like we re- we revere all these guys who are total assholes. By the way, Mickey Mantle totally took steroids back in the day. Shut the fuck up. Is that real? Yeah, dude. He was like uh first of all, he was injecting weird he, he was like getting sick and having hip and uh knee problems and he was injecting all kinds of weird shit into his body. Some of it was meth, I believe. Um, B12 was big shit. back in those days. Do you remember that? Yeah. B12 is still kind of big. Really? What, what does that do for you? I watched a, a, a John F. Kennedy doc, and they said that he was getting jacked up on B12 all the time. Uh, it just gives you more energy. Like when you drink, Most of the energy drinks uh, these days are primarily B vitamins and then some other bullshit added in there. Okay. Look, if I need to get on it, I'll get on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, you say the words, and I'm, I'm on B12 in a heartbeat. Well, I think you should take a cocktail. Start with B12. And okay. Then get some TRT, some t- testosterone replacement therapy, and then uh, move on up to HGH. And by the time you're done, you'll look like Barry Bonds. Great. You'll be, you'll be blacker and bigger. Well, look, that's what we all need in this world uh, is exactly. to be blacker and bigger. So. Yeah. Uh, except for Sammy Sosa, he's, he went the other route, man. He's gotten whiter. He did. Yeah. I don't know if it's like, uh, when somebody with ADD takes drinks coffee and they get tired, I don't, I don't know what happened with him, but he definitely got not blacker. He bleached his skin and he, ble- he bleached it a lot. Like he is, he's not even white. He's pink now. If you look at, I'd really like to unpack that something, something's wrong with him psychologically. Right. If he did that. I don't know, man. I, I think Sammy Sosa was a dark, dark man. Mm-hmm. And I think he wanted to lighten up. I, I, he, you know, probably he, he went a little too far and you can't go back. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's too late at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Same with Michael Jackson. You know, you go too far. I, I think Michael Jackson genuinely wanted to be white. So I don't think that's a, that's a big one. I, Sammy Sosa, I don't know. 
Um, but literally, you know, if you if you look up Sammy Sosa's wedding photos, his engagement photos, that, those will be the greatest things you've ever seen in your entire life. Yeah, it's creepy as shit. It's great. They're him and his uh, fiance are dressed up as like uh, Mexican cowboys. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, the rancheros, or you know, yeah, whatever absolutely. you call them, and uh, yeah. oh, so good, yeah, super, uh, very surreal. Yeah, super happy for uh, for Sammy Sosa and his new life choice. Re- really, really absolutely, proud of him. Yeah. Uh, we got some. Of, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, guy, we were. I was gonna get to the sponsors, but fuck, you know. Oh, fuck them. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say, speaking of black and white, uh, Mr. Incognito is in police custody once again. Ah, not, Richie. Not, not for anything racial this time. Apparently, he was wandering around making threats at people and saying, quote, be- that he believed ordinary citizens were government officials that were tracking and recording him. End quote. So, you know, is that a CTE thing or is he just fucked in the head? Because he's been doing weird shit for a while now. going to be honest with you. I, I, th- I have those feelings a lot, too, where I'll see people at the grocery store and be like, they're, they're fucking undercover. Well, obviously, like we were talking about last week, that guy that, that arrested you that was wearing the uh, FUBAR hat, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 have, a f- for life. I have a feeling that uh, <laughs> Richie's not too far off. I have another weird one, by the way, since we're talking about this. This is totally fucking random. There's a guy that always follows Tiger Woods, and he, he has for years. He's an older gentleman. Uh, appears to be maybe late 50s, early 60s. And he's always in the gallery and he's wearing a jacket, like a lights, you know, like a, like a windbreaker type of thing. Okay, yeah. And he has a wooden arm. So if Is you, it, if it, you do look... Do you think it might be Chubbs Peterson? No, I don't. And, and, but here's my opposite theory. I'm convinced that inside this wooden arm, because you can see that the, like the hand is wooden, and it totally looks like Chubbs, Chubbs' life, hands down. And if you see him up close, like whenever the camera gets too near him, like he'll skittishly like turn away. And you see this, this fake wooden arm. If there's any listeners at home that can confirm this, this would be great. I've I've always been convinced that it, it's some type of not secret service, but some you know fucking former ranger or something who's who's keeping an eye on Tiger. So that way, if anybody tries to kill him, there's a gun inside there and he can blow him away. Wow, that's quite a theory. I know that sounds weird, but like I've seen this guy probably eight to ten times on TV in my life, and it's so weird. And, and, and again, like I don't the, the only thing that the wooden arm or the makes sense because he's always holding it weird as if it's heavier than than it should be. And because I always think to myself, if it's a real guy who's just walking around in in the golf crowd, why did, why isn't it just dangling? Why does he have to hold it up like that everywhere he goes? So I'm convinced there's a fucking gun in there. Well, there's one way to find out, friend. Tiger says he's going to be playing in the next three straight tournaments. So you have 12 opportunities there to go find that guy, tackle him and rip the gun off his arm. Right. Yeah. Rip, rip the arm off. Cause have you, have you ever been to a golf event live? Oh yeah. Yeah. I have too. And like my, I've always had a, a weird fascination with it. There's, there's just not enough security there and you can get way, way too close to the players. Oh yeah. You can just walk up and grab somebody. Yes. I mean, what? 
that rope is not going to stop me. Sorry. No, and either, I'm su- I'm surprised. Flag. Yeah, I'm surprised no one's ever been offed at one of those things. Like, and that's the same way I've thought about tennis matches. And then Monica Sellis ended up getting stabbed by a guy, you know, at, at center yeah. court. And I was well, like, you know, I mean, they have a lot of money. Golf, golf is a that they're making a lot of money over there. So maybe they have this Secret Service guys running around everywhere. Maybe. Well, what I know is this, because I was at the Masters. Now, the Masters was different, um, and this was this year. There was uh, metal detectors, all that shit. Like, the Masters was aggressive where they had an entrance like Disneyland. So you can only go in through this one entrance. You walk through not one, but two metal detectors, and then somebody pats you down. They don't even let you take cell phones inside the Masters. Now, the PGA tournament which was on last weekend which uh tiger woods god damn it man i wanted him to win and i think everybody else did in america uh and then you know brooks kopka ended up pulling pulling off his third major in the last yep. seven tournaments um uh now with them they were taking selfies on the on the course like everybody had their phones out and were super close to tiger and all that shit and i was like man you could put something in there like in your cell phone that you know acid or Maybe like a laser gun where you could just shoot, you know, pick off Tiger and it, it just doesn't. <laughs> laser. Wait a minute. Yeah. I said a laser gun. I said yeah, that. That's not. Okay. Those aren't real. So China's making them right now. China's <laughs> making laser guns from space. Tell this, me this you haven't a, seen those. I, what I've seen is real genius. Yeah. Yeah. With Val, with Val Kilmer. Yeah. Great movie. That's not real. That they are saying that is real now, where you can fire lasers from space. Are you saying no well, to that? You, yes, yeah, no. You can certainly fire a laser from anywhere, but the amount of energy it would require to actually do damage uh, is incredible. So, well, what I'm saying is this: it, you definitely couldn't make a handheld version of it. it you, I, I, I beg to differ, Dan. I think you could. I think it's gonna. You're gonna see somebody get lasered out on the course, <laughs> <laughs> and it's gonna shock people's minds. Where it's just like, oh, I can't wait. I wait, can't, I what? Mean, to be honest, I would be. That would be worth being wrong to see that happen. So, because <laughs> <laughs> you know the they have the noise thing now, which is oh yeah, crippling yeah. people. Do you know what that is? Uh, I know the basic science behind it but no i don't know how it works exactly like so what, what, what it is is these u.s ambassadors around the world are getting like this this cri- and it's only in communist countries it's happened to some of our our peeps down in cuba and china where some type of noise goes off some hearing you know sound device you get crazy headaches you end up vomiting and then you know fucking losing part of your sight and vision like it's gnarly What's to stop somebody from sneaking into a golf tournament, getting super close, and then releasing one of those fucking things? Yeah, or using the brown note. Are you familiar with that? No, what is that? So the brown note is this theory that there's a pitch that you could play that makes someone shit their pants. It's called the brown note. (laughs) Now, how fucking funny would that be if you had a handheld version of that? Is that real? Oh, well, it's not real, but it's a real theory. But if it did exist, imagine being able to have that kind of power over people. Oh. Imagine, imagine you're out at a bar with your friends and one of them's getting really lippy and everybody sitting there knows that you've got the brown note device. Yeah. Now, how, like, it's, it's so easy to shut down any conversation. I'm right now all the time because of the brown note. God damn it. That would be so great to see, to, to make somebody involuntarily shit their pants. Is my, that's, that's almost a dream. 
Yeah, it's, I don't know like how you get better superpower. in technology. Elon Musk can go fuck himself because that's the technology know. we need. I really like how Elon did the uh, flamethrower thing. Like, uh, international customers weren't able to purchase it because it said flamethrower, so he changed the name to quote not a flamethrower. Yeah, big fan. I look, I'm a really big fan of that. all of his shit. Uh, his his meltdown that's going on in public right now is uh, I don't like to see that. I think he should be able to do acid at his own ma- mansion if he wants to, and, and nobody should be able to out him like that. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, you know, go read the book Stealing Fire. I recommend that to everyone. It's uh, about unlocking human potential and all this other bullshit. Uh, but one of the things that it talks about is how the Google execs. Um, the way that the founders of Google hired their CEO was to take him to Burning Man and get him all fucked up. It makes sense, man. I, look, I've got some friends who went to Burning Man who've never came back, like, you know, in the yeah. tech world. Like, they're, uh, they're doing weird it's, shit. Yeah, that's huge in the tech world for sure. Huge. Um, one of them is down doing cryptocurrency in Puerto Rico, <laughs> buying up fucking land that was all destroyed from the hurricane. Speaking uh, of Burning Man, it's next weekend, I think. Ugh. Pack your bags, Dan. We'll yeah, be there. We're going to take your new baby. Me, you, the new baby. We're going to Burning Man. <laughs> we're going to have a, a, a live cirque around the fire when we, we circumcise it. No, we're going to go to the Sonic Forest and bang on the, the aluminum tubes there. And <laughs> has your baby started doing mushrooms yet? Because it's. No, he's only two days old. So, you know, uh-huh. we, we typically wait to four to six days old. And then, you know, right. we start giving him some cap, just a couple caps and stems to really get him going. All right, cool. Nothing crazy, but uh, fuck, we should get to the sponsors. Uh, yeah, let's do we, that. We've just, we've gone down the rabbit hole, which I like. Um, look, we're getting close, kids. College football season is next week. The decision on Urban Meyer is supposed to be tomorrow, by the way. Yep, tomorrow. Tomorrow. And um, I, look, I, I've backed this from day one. MyBookie.com is our chief sponsor for this, this whole fucking show. And uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not giving in. Uh, so regardless of what happens tomorrow, I have already said that I am the bank of Ohio State. So any, any bets against Ohio State, you are betting against me for the entire season. No matter if Urban's gone and we end up shitting the bed. The last time we lost a coach, by the way, was when Trestle got fired, Jim Trestle, and uh, we had a, a coach come in named Luke Fickle for the year, and he fucking sucked. We were like a seven and six team. If that happens this year, I am on the hook for whatever this is, but uh, I don't give a shit. I think we're loaded. So go to mybookie.com, type in the promo code Drinking Bros. They're going to double your deposit. So whatever you put in, uh, for anywhere from $40 to $4,000, they will double it. So literally, if you put in $4,000, you will have $8,000 in your bank to bet with. Um, any dollar amounts, 100 200 whatever, they'll double it. So whatever you, you put in, congratulations, they're doubling. My first bet on there, by the way, was, was Urban Meyer. Um, well, we'll see tomorrow then, huh? Yeah. So there was, there was three, because they do all kinds of crazy prop bets on there, which I like. Um, some of the ones that are coming up for the fall are like the most kills in like a Halloween movie, all that other shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so um, like who's going to die on the, on the Walking Dead next? Uh, things like that. So the, the first prop bets that I bet on were Urban Meyer. Uh, the first one was, will he get fired before game one? Right. I, I said, no, he will not. Um, okay. The second prop bet was, uh, will he resign 
How, like, will he have been resigned? Will, will he have turned in his, his resignation yeah, yeah. by game one? No, he will not, is what I said. And uh, the third one was, will, will he leave before game one due to a health-related incident? And I said no to all of those. Are the, is that a parlay or is it just a straight? Straight three, bets three, for three. all of them. <clears throat> and, uh, I, dude, I, I bet all three. So I, I could my first fucking victory could be tomorrow, actually. Yeah. Do they have an option uh, where John Voight comes in to be the coach? John Voight, the actor. Yeah. No, no, they they don't Var- have that from Varsity, Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues. Yeah. yeah. I wish, I wish, I wish there was. There was a Paul. There was a Paul Walker documentary on the other night that really stunned oh, me. Oh well. Yeah. Yeah. You were a big fan, right? Uh, we all are, aren't we? You know, whenever yeah, I think yeah. of great actors, it's Brando, Walker, and then De Niro. It's uh, that's my one onesie, twosie, threesies right there. <laughs> Um, but go to mybookie.com and the spreads are up, kids, for the uh, college football already and the NFL. Uh, oh, shit. That's right. They, dude, they also let me be the house for the opening Falcons game since I'm a, a, a Homer Falcons fan. That's right. And we're going to be there uh, getting drunk. Yes. So and, and in the area. We're, we're throwing a tailgate uh, sponsored by a vodka company. We'll let you know next uh, week all the details. Uh, but it's free drinks all day long if you come to the Drinking Bros tailgate. And Dan and I will be doing a show live from the Philadelphia Eagles, Lincoln Field. And uh, we'll let you know all the details next week, where to meet us, what time it starts, all of that fun stuff. But uh, free liquor, dude, across the board. So yeah, and if you show up with, uh, with Tiger Woods bodyguard's arm, I'll give you a special prize. <laughs> If you, I'll, I'll put it, I'll, I'll take it a step further. If you sign, if, if you show up with Tiger Woods bodyguard's arm, I will get you an autographed picture of uh, Chubbs. Oh yeah, nice. Um, it, As Chubbs? Yeah, it's Carl. It's Carl. It's Carl. Yeah. It, it, I'll get you Carl's fucking. I, that, and this is no lie. I will. I will get that for you. Um, I have the capabilities to get to him. There it is, folks. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers signed memorabilia if you bring me that wooden guy's arm that follows Tiger Woods around the golf course. No, but go to mybookie.com. The spread for the, the Falcons-Eagles game is already up. It's, uh, Falcons are getting four points, so the Eagles are minus four. I am the house for that. There's a lot of people hitting me up uh, asking me to bet diehard Eagles fans um, on that game. Congratulations. We're going to fucking go head-to-head, and we can figure it the fuck out in uh, less than two weeks. You know, so. sometimes the uh, the Monday night games that get scheduled or the opening uh, of the season games suck. Yep. Like the 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 book. Or I'm sorry. The uh, schedule makers take a good guess of what's gonna be great, and sometimes they just don't get it. This time, this is gonna be a great fucking game. Oh man, I'm stoked. I I'm stoked to be there. Stoked to be doing a live show from there. And then uh, whoever comes out to the tailgate, we'll also have you on the on the show, and you can talk about why the Eagles are your favorite team and give us your predictions. For the upcoming season, which will be fucking awesome. Uh, but meantime, spreads are up for college football. Dan and I will be covering those every week along with the NFL, Major League Baseball, and NHL uh, starting next week once we get through this Little League World Series bullshit. And uh, mybookie.com, again, promo code Drinking Bros doubles it. Uh, next up, we've got blackriflecoffee.com. Dan, what's going on in the world of BRCC? You know what? We are a small batch roast order company, and we like coffee, man. I mean, we just there's a lot of companies out there that do this or that and talk about stuff, you know. But 
Uh, we actually do it. We roast our own stuff. We bag it ourselves. We develop all of our product. We make all of our own content. We do it all. We're really proud of that. Yeah, man. And, and you should be. It's you, I, across the board, apparel, coffee, everything. You guys are doing it right. And, uh, I, you know, I'm going to ask you this, dude. It was a conscious decision out of Black Rifle Coffee to to make apparel and, and mugs and shit that was nicer and like the, the most highest price. You guys are taking like a less margin on these, right? Yeah, we do that. I mean, it's important like as a, as a coffee company, and this is, I'm not going to give you too big a read into our, our marketing strategy or anything, but as a coffee company, when we sell apparel, uh, we're selling a walking advertisement, right? We want that shit to look good. Sure. We, we love our customers. That's why we put so much effort into the coffee too. So uh, we want the coffee to be great. We want the shit to look good, period. Yeah, because I mean, look, you, you could throw out some Gildan shirts and call it a fucking day, but nobody's going to wear that shit. So like whatever you guys are doing, man, it's, it's amazing. And I'm, again, I'm sure it's cutting into your margins, but fuck, man, I, I love everything you guys put out. And, uh, and again, I know we talked about it last week, but I'm, I'm just as excited as anybody else to go and buy the new shit on the website. Well, uh, you know what you should do is you go to the website and search Earl for Instructor Earl because there's a new T-shirt on our site. No way. Did you guys do the Instructor Earl T-shirt? Yeah. That's uh, great. It's great. Uh, go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Type in the promo code SPORTS. Yes, we finally got a new promo code, SPORTS, for 20% off. I would highly recommend using it on the Coffee Club of the Month program. Last but not least, talking about ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. It used to be just ghostbed.com. I've been saying ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros for a long time now, simply for the fact of they're offering drinking bros listeners exclusive deals that they're not giving the rest of the world. Uh, I think the owners are fucking, they're, all of their family was military, so they're always trying to help out. They know we have a big military audience. And um, literally, if you go there, uh, you get like $100 off a mattress and two free pillows. Uh, they're bundle packages. They're, they're offering up to $400 off. And uh, we all have the beds. We love them. They ship right in a box. You open it up. Boom, you're ready to go. You don't have to do shit. So it's not like you have to roll into a mattress store, buy it, right. and then have them bring it over on a goddamn U-Haul or whatever the fuck it is they do. Have that eat up half, half your afternoon. And uh, they've also got those adjustable bases like the Craftmatic. And that, that shit just pops out of the box and it's ready to go. No assembly required with anything at ghostbed.com. Last but not least on them, the, the thing that I like the most is they got a pay-as-you-go plan. Mattresses uh, can be a little pricey. Um, not these guys. They're like, hey, look, you can pay as you go. Don't worry about it. No, yeah, nobody offers company. shit like that. I and wouldn't let me trust tell you anybody. You'll never have better sex than you will on a ghost bed ever, mm. even if you're by yourself. Even if you're by yourself, yep. that'll be the best sex you've ever had. Yeah. You're, you're going to make love one way or the other. It's, it's either going to be to yourself or somebody else, and uh, you might as well do it on a ghost bed. I can tell you that. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. You been watching any of this preseason, Dan? A little bit, yeah, here and there. I mean, you know, NFL? I, you can't put too much, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't put too much stock in it, right? Yeah. I, I, it's interesting. I, yeah, I, I watch it a lot, um, usually for the first quarter or two, because that's all anybody, like the starters are playing, just to kind of get a feel for at least fantasy football-wise what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, you know, some of my early on favorites and things like that and be like, oh, all right, cool. Because, like, you know, you take – you you take like when the draft started and and uh, training camps and all that stuff. A lot of people were high on Lamar Jackson when they were like, "Oh man, he's going to compete against Joe Flacco and it's going to be yeah, yeah. amazing." No, I, have you watched him in preseason? 
Yeah, I saw him. He's uh, man. He looks like he's throwing left-handed out there, to be honest. Unbelievably inaccurate. He's he's yeah. uh, throwing about forty percent. His completion percentage is about forty percent, which is I I don't believe I've ever heard of that. Um, but he can run like a motherfucker, and that's all he keeps saying is like, oh man. But look at the yards he gains on the ground. I want to because their their backup quarter their other backup quarterback is RG three. Look at RG 3s yards on the ground and and see how that worked out for him. Yeah, no shit. That kid's gonna get lit the fuck up. They've got to switch him, man, to to wide receiver or a slot receiver, in my opinion. Or he's not gonna make it to me. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, <clears throat> how many of these guys have we seen now, and how many of them have actually made it? Boy, I, like, to be honest, the only guy that's had consistent success that's also a great runner is Cam Newton, and he even he chilled last year. Cam Newton, um, look, Michael Vick, when he was, you know, Michael Vick was amazing. But look, I can tell you as a as a diehard Falcons fan, you know, Vick was my favorite player. But every time he ran the ball, you held your breath of like, all right, yep. th- this guy's gonna get knocked unconscious. Like that's it. And he got yeah. hurt a lot. A lot of these running quarterbacks get hurt a lot. The only the only few that have really translated in my mind are Russell Wilson, but even he only runs sparingly these days. Yeah, he's a he's a pocket passer with the ability to run. He's never been a run first guy. Yeah, and uh, you know Lamar Jackson's he's gonna have t- to me. I, I look, I don't see him being in the league very long. I, I just don't unless he I don't, converts. I don't know. Go look at his throwing motion and his plant foot is weird to me. Like when you watch him throw, it looks weird to me. Yeah. I don't know if that's I don't know if it's a mechanical issue that can be fixed if he had a good quarterback coach. Um cuz he doesn't have a bad arm. He's just the he's like so inaccurate. He can't hit the fucking broadside of a barn. So, I don't know. You never know if a guy like that is going to say fuck running. I doubt it. I wouldn't if I were him. I would just move over to a different position. You can always come back to quarterback, right? When you start to slow down. It's uh you, you can. I, as a quarterback, though, you work on those mechanics for years and years and years. I mean, look, look at Tebow. No, no one was a harder worker than Tim Tebow um, in the offseason. And, you know, they, they still said he had mechanic issues and he won a fucking playoff game for Christ's sakes. So, yeah, I remember that. That was against Pittsburgh, right? It was great. Uh, he threw the 80 yard bomb. I think it was Demarius yeah. Thomas who caught that. But, yeah. uh, and, and that guy never got a fucking chance. Like, I, I have a hard time believing that Lamar Jackson, these guys are going to end up doing well. Uh, you know, even Deshaun Jackson, I mean, uh, Deshaun Watson, like Deshaun Watson runs, uh, but that guy is so fucking accurate with the ball. Like that, that, that's the only thing that's going to carry you going forward is your accuracy. And if you don't have accuracy now, good luck, Lamar Jackson. Good luck. Yeah. I don't see it. There, there were some, uh, some other interesting thing, like like you said, you only watch preseason for maybe a quarter that really matters. So, right. Um, <clears throat> one of the things I saw this past week was Aaron Rodgers throwing a little touchdown pass to our boy, the tight end. Oh yeah, Jimmy Graham. Uh, I mean that that to me that looked so natural. Those two hooking up like that. Uh, I expect to see that. A couple of times this year. Yeah, I you know it's funny you say that. So I watched uh, ESPN has this thing they, where they do a 24-hour draft, a fantasy football draft special for 24 hours straight, yep. with Matthew Barry and all the the rest of those slap dicks, and yep. all, all of them across the board said that they didn't think Jimmy Graham was going to do well 
in that offense. And I'm, I, I to me, I'm with you, man. I, I think that's fucking bananas. That's a that I don't. Why would he not do well? Aaron Rodgers has been begging for somebody to throw the ball to in the red zone for the last ninety fucking years. Yeah, and finally he's got that guy, that big guy. I mean, that ball was. Uh, it looked when he first threw it. I was like, oh shit, that's overthrown. And then I saw Jimmy Graham jump. I'm like, oh, there we go. That's what this team has been missing. Yeah. So that that makes me really hopeful with Devontae Adams uh, on the other side of the field there. I think, uh, and, and Randall Cobb, you know, being as versatile as he is, if he can stay healthy, this is going to be a pretty interesting season for those guys. Yeah, you know, it's funny that uh, fucking gambling specialist, the Messiah, Rafael Esparza, who was on the show, he, look, he, he said it was Green Bay and, and Pittsburgh in the Super Bowl. If they get a, look, if Green Bay gets a running game, he might be correct. We'll see. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell still is not back, but he, look, he didn't show up to week one last year, so... Yeah, well, uh-huh. I'm kind of surprised. Like the Packers didn't make a move on on Des Bryant yet. They may still, and they didn't make a move on Peterson, who just got picked up by the Redskins. Yeah. Um, like how much would it? How much did it cost to get Peterson? Would he get like three million something like that? Could have been much. I, I think it was less than that. Um, I know, I know, it's it's heavily like incentive based, but I I want to say it was you know maybe one five two million somewhere in there. Uh, with a bunch of incentives. I think, yeah, look, I think this is Peterson's last year. I think he's done. To me, it's sad to see a guy like this bounce from like team to team to team towards the end where you're just like, oh, man. Um, and look, I, look I, I don't fault him for trying to get that extra last couple million. But uh, no, of course not. I don't expect no. anything out of him this year. Um, you know, I, what, what do you think the over under on his uh, yards? What do you think? I, I think, I think. 300 to 350 would be the over under on somebody like him for this year. I really? think I think he's a third down back at best unless, you know, the the rest of that squad in the backfield goes down with injuries. And look, they're all hurt now, which is why they had to sign him. I I think that's all he's good for. Watching him play in in uh Arizona last year was was brutal. It was painful. Yeah, it was it was not good. He came out of the gate strong with that 100-yard game. But, you know, after that, I, I don't remember him having more than 50 yards in a game. And, you know, he played sparingly. So we'll see. I, I love Adrian Peterson. He was one of the funnest running backs to watch play. Um, I'd, I'd love to see him have a fucking amazing year and ride off into the sunset. But I just don't – I don't think that's, that's going to happen. Um, you know, same with uh, my over-under of, of Baker Mayfield posing with a tiger – that was, you know, at, I had an over-under of two on that, and we're, we're already halfway there, and the season hasn't started yet. So yeah, uh, if you'd have told me I would have seen that this year, I would have said you're right, but it's going to happen one more time. Speaking of Mayfield, um, there's a lot. There's two things going on with the Browns right now. One is that uh, uh, Vegas is seeing a ton of people betting on Tons. them to win games, yeah. like crazy amount. And two is, do you think it's a mistake – that they they have him on the bench right now, uh, Mayfield. <clears throat> yeah, I mean not benched, but do you think it's a mistake that they're not starting him out of the gate? Yeah, so I, I've watched um, both the the first two games of uh, the Cleveland Browns preseason games simply for the fact of hard knocks. So it's kind of see it's yeah. you know it's always cool to see the inside scoop and then watch them play to see how well they do because you know you start to root for these guys like that uh, that juice. You know, backup tight end that they've got, that fucking weird guy and his weird dad, and that whole weird story that's going on in Hard Knocks. Like, 
Yeah, you look, you root for somebody like that. Where you're just like, all right, sweet. It'd be dope if that if that guy made the team. So so typically you watch for that. Baker Mayfield has been kind of non-existent on that show, and I think it's probably for the good, to be honest with you. But in the first two preseason games, Tyrod Taylor has looked like a goddamn Super Bowl winning quarterback. So I you know, I think instead of throwing Baker Mayfield right into the fire right off the get-go. I think it's smart to have Tyrod Taylor go as far as he can, you know, as long as he's playing well, and then throw in Baker Mayfield. Like as soon as it starts to get dark there in Cleveland, they're, they're gonna they're, they're gonna call for Mayfield pretty quickly. So I I, I think it's smart for now. But uh, look, I'm I'm saying I'm still gonna stick with my original answer of Baker going uh, starting around game three, game four. Okay. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's too much pressure for him in, in a city like Cleveland. I mean, but on the other hand, is there any pressure? They've gone... Um, Zero and 16. Yeah, but then one in 15 the year before. That. Yeah. So they're like one in 31 over the last two years. It's crazy. A- and I can tell you why. If you watch that hard knocks, it's pretty easy to see why. That coach and his coaching staff have zero control of those players. They aren't hard asses. Yeah. It's just this very fucking lackadaisical like oh that Hugh Jackson is their coach it's 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 like he wants to be their buddy their best friend and not their coach and so watching it you're like shit man there's no discipline there and there's no like real intensity or drive to be the best you know people are half-assedly talking about it but nobody's really enforcing it and to me look you've got Jarvis Landry uh, Carlos Hyde has looked fucking incredible in the preseason. Um, uh, Gordon is back now. Josh Gordon is back as of yep. two days ago. And uh, they, they did meet with Des Bryant, by the way, two days ago. It did not work it, out for whatever reason. I don't know what happened in that negotiation. I, hopefully it'll be on the next Hard Knocks. But it, di- it did not pan out, uh, Cleveland Browns and Des Bryant. But they did, they did take that meeting and they did want him on the team. I don't understand what he's holding out for. I don't either. I really don't either. And, you know, he had a three-year deal on the table with Baltimore for $18 million and didn't take it back. Now he, he can't get an offer from anyone. I don't know if he plays anymore, to be honest with you. Yeah, maybe he's, uh, I mean, honestly, I could see a team paying him if he's the last piece. That they, like, for Cleveland, um, they become a, a very, very good offense with him. I mean, they're already a pretty decent offense, depending on who's under center. But you you throw him out there too, they become uh, a like a, a threat. Oh yeah, offense like a big time threat. So I don't know what the fuck. Uh, he he's got value. Obviously, there's got to be something else going on. Like maybe he's not healthy. But it seems like he's the one rejecting people, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's uh, it's strange. Uh, so I, I don't know. Hopefully Hard Knocks will have some insight on it. Um, but, you know, as far as the Browns, we were talking about being being the odds on favorite and, you know, Vegas, well, what everybody's betting so far. It was the same on mybookie.com when we went through this a couple shows ago and they had the over under for the, the Browns wins for the season set it. I believe it was set at four once we uh, did the show. And I said, dude, take the over. They're going to win five games easily. It's now up to six in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people that's, are taking the Browns. Sign, folks, you, you got to get those early bets in, guys. Uh, you've, you've got to because that, that look, that's the only way 
um, you know, in case of injuries and, and all this other shit. But uh, to me, that look, I, we had, the season hasn't played out yet. We have no idea. To me, that Browns call was an easy call. Uh, but we'll see. We'll find out what happens. Um, speaking of the Browns, yeah, by the way, they were the last one to turn around a, uh, a quarterback into a wide receiver with Terrell Pryor. That's true. So if Lamar Jackson's going to do it, I, I, he should call up Terrell Pryor ASAP and, uh, and Braxton Miller, but ironically, both Ohio State guys, and, uh, and say, hey, guys, how the fuck do I get this going? How do I switch and, and figure this the fuck out? And I don't know if that's Urban Meyer's doing. Um, won't have an answer to that because he, he did it with uh, who was that that kid from Minnesota who was playing uh, the wide receiver uh, Percy Harvin was his name he Harvin, was getting yeah. chronic Harvin. migraines and uh, he was at Florida and Urban Meyer was the one who was just like yo man we gotta switch you up my, my dude my dude uh, Anquan Bolden was another one who's uh, arguably one of the greatest receivers of all time he was a quarterback going into college yeah he, I remember when he and Larry Fitzgerald were together. I can't believe they didn't do more down there. I mean, obviously they had some shit quarterbacks, but they they've had a lot of bad luck down there as far as injuries and all that that other shit goes. But uh, you know, look, watching their preseason games, uh, they, they haven't looked too bad. David Johnson looks like he is fucking back. Yeah, he is eating people's faces off, and um, you know, I, I I know I said on that that fantasy football show, like I question him as a as a top five guy. Maybe not, maybe not. I mean, he's he's got to get that huge contract this year, and he's looked he's looked great so far. Knock on wood in the preseason. Uh, Bradford and that other that Rosenkin have looked all right. Maybe Arizona, yeah. maybe Arizona makes a a decent team after all this year. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, um, we will see. But uh, the, the other story that came out was the, the, <clears throat> the AP poll for the college football. Yep. A little bit of different rankings. Uh, uh, yeah, switched up a little bit. The, they, they had Wisconsin at four, Ohio State at five in that one. Maybe they heard uh, our guest a couple weeks ago talking about it. Because he, he was very uh, bullish on Wisconsin. That was his sleeper pick to to be in the championship was Wisconsin. So who knows, man? I looked at their schedule and, you know, like really scrutinize it. He's right. They only have one tough game. So Wisconsin's going to have a an easy, breezy, beautiful thugger girl season uh, until they get to the Big Ten championship. But, uh, you know, they got one tough game. And uh, I, I, I understand that ranking. There's a lot of Big Ten teams in there, including our our big bet, my man, you and me. Yep, that's right. Opening weekend, Michigan, Notre Dame, Notre Dame. I'm I'm stoked I about that. That's how you say it. God. Yeah, me too. And I, I I'm Oklahoma is uh, up to seven here. What do you think about that? I don't know. I don't know about that quarterback if he really wants it. He like he did sign that Major League Baseball deal, by the way. Yeah, that's what I like. So win or lose, uh, I, it's, you know, if things start to go south there in Oklahoma or he, he takes a weird hit, how long do you keep playing knowing you got all that money for that major yeah. league contract? Me, I wouldn't be out there in the fucking first place. No, not, not one goddamn prayer on this, this earth would I be out there. I, I wouldn't even show up for camp or any of that shit. I'd have been like, thanks, guys. We're, we're, we're packing up. We're going home now. So, oh boy, I don't see it. Yep. Uh, and then tomorrow, look, we've got the Urban Meyer situation. 
The rumor out of uh, Columbus, Ohio last night is that he's either looking at a small suspension or a suspension with time served, and that'll be there for opening week. So I hope that's right. the case. That story's gotten weirder and fucking weirder as, as this has gone on. Yeah, that's how it goes, though, right? Like half-truths and then more information comes out without context, and then later the context comes out, you're like, oh, okay, I guess some of that makes sense, but... I guess, but it's, you know, the the weird shit that was going on with him taking... Did you hear about him, the, the quarterback's coach, that Zach Smith, you know, the one that this is all started for? Did you hear about him taking dick pics inside the White House? Oh, wow, no, that's great, though. I've done that. Shut the fuck up. Have you really? No, I, I haven't. I, I will, though, the first chance I get. Man, I, so I was, I was thinking about this when I read this. So that Brett McMurphy, that piece of shit, who was, you know, the former <laughs> ESPN reporter... Who broke this whole story with, again, minimal fucking reporting. Like, he, he really didn't dig into this because as the facts of this case keep coming out, it was just a weird, kinky couple, man, who would kick the shit out of each other sexually, do a bunch of weird shit, drugs, drink, and then, you know, again, no charges were ever pressed. And, and, and as this shit keeps coming out, like, he was ordering shit off of Amazon to the athletic department. All of these sex toys and shit. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that part, yeah. One of them was like a Borat hammock for his dick. Banana hammock, yeah. Yeah, which I don't really get the allure of that. You know, I asked my wife. I was like, is there, is there a world in which, you know, this would be a turn on for any man on the planet? She said no. She said no. It must have been for him. I, maybe. Um, you know, the ball gags and all that shit, I get it. Like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's first step S and M shit. Like, you want to throw a ball gag in, um, you know, maybe take a bic lighter to somebody. Like, whatever. That's you know, that's kind of your warm up. Well, you up. gotta. Here's the trick, guys. And I'm I'm gonna tell you this is from experience. You want to hold that. You want to strike the bic lighter and hold just the the uh, accelerator, the plastic part down. Don't touch the flint. It's gonna get hot. <laughs> And that's just to get the party started. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I, I, I was ready for like, a, like an ox yoke or something like that, where it's just like, hey, you mount up, and then you, know, you control them from behind like a fucking yeah, animal. The, <laughs> the best possible scenario here is that somehow they're furries. That would be, for me, that would make all this worth it. Yeah. If they're dressing up, like he's dressing up like a squirrel, and she's dressing up like a Dodge Dart. And they're just banging it out. That'd be the fucking. <laughs> that'd be amazing. That's what I'd like to see. But when I saw that he was blasting out pictures like dick pics from the White House, I'm not gonna lie. Like I was impressed by that because that that is That's easily something I would do. Yeah, of course. Yeah, just for the fucking story. Yeah, like I like doing fucked up shit like that in weird situations where it's like, hey, can you believe that like this is actually going down right now? Yeah. Like, you know, getting had at a, like a child's birthday party or something in the bathroom where you're just like, holy shit. Um, yeah. Like, whatever you're into. Um, uh, you know, again, I'm not saying I've done that, but like uh, doing something like that at the White House, I think everybody wants to do that. You know, the one story that's always go- gone around for years, everybody, whoever stays, bedroom, yeah. yeah, fucks in the Lincoln beggar, bedroom, yep. um, which I like. Like, I enjoy shit like that. And look, if I was staying in the White House, I'd want to fuck in the Lincoln bedroom too. That'd be great. You know what I want? I want our next president, whomever it is, to have a mustache. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's possible. 
No beard, no sideburns, just a mustache. Why can't we have a fucking, why can't, like, Instructor Earl style, too, like a big, beefy mustache? Yeah. Like, t- Tom Selleck is going to be our next president. I don't, think it'll, I don't think it'll happen in this life. I think that's Mexico's. Like, I feel like every Mexican president has a mustache. Oh, you can't get elected down there with a big-ass mustache. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I think it's mandatory there. But I remember a story from David Cross. You ever watch, a, like, Mr. Show oh, with yeah. Bob and Dave. Yeah, he, Love David Cross. Yeah, same. He he went to uh, the White House correspondence dinner, and he took in a uh, a little vial of coke and was doing r- ripping rails in the in the White House, and that was like his thing of like, holy shit, can you believe I'm doing cocaine in the White House? Yeah, yeah, that's a good story. So everybody's got their thing in the White House. Um, my blasting on a dick pic because I'm I'm I don't look I've never been in there. Has there been a is there like a famous bathroom like a Jackie Onassis bathroom or something? I don't know none that I'm aware of, but you know maybe. I mean, would you want a bathroom named after you though? I don't know if that's really prestigious. I feel like Garfield like probably has a you know a bathroom <laughs> named after him. Like he's taking some hearty fucking deuces. Um, yeah. Maybe. You know, like like somebody like that, like I, I bet you Nixon, like Nixon looks like a guy who takes like horrific coffee shits in the morning. And I bet you he's like, we we all the black and white TV in here. and I want to watch the Cowboys game. You know, like that's the type of dude he seemed like he was. Um, I, I would see, uh, yeah, I could see somebody naming a, like a, a bathroom after Nixon. You know, and what room in the White House would you name after Bill Clinton? Oh boy, um, obviously the uh, whatever the library is, the smoking lounge. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, He's in there wearing the smoking jacket, slippers, no pants, right? Yeah, and I bet you the best place to take a shit in the White House is like I bet you it's it's the FDR handicap stall, or it's just like, oh yeah, for right, sure. Great. Well, you know. Gerald Ford was notorious for being super clumsy, uh, oafish, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Um, so you could, I could see a bathroom being named after him, too. Yeah. Like, he used to fall down the steps on Air Force One all the time and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I want somebody who's going to take a, a, a good heaping dump in the White House. A growler. Yeah. Like, a, just a, a two-footer where it's just like... Like a mountain peak. Do you, so... When you think of a big dump, and I, I pose this question to the audience as well, uh, do you think like a giant long log, or do you think like a pile with a crested peak at the top? Uh, I think of like a beacher. I think of a, a, a Bette Midler, like a beaches dump, where it's just you beach it where it's you know, halfway out of the water, so it's on, it's on exactly, bare porcelain. Yeah. <laughs> Like when you beach great, a dump, yeah. it because one, it's the best photo you're gonna take with it. If you if you beautifully beach a dump, that's gonna be the best shot you're gonna be able to get with a phone. Um, yeah, but true. it's gonna be the hardest flush because that's gonna be a three flusher to get get rid of the the rest of you know because there's yeah. gonna be a street going down and then it's like oh shit, there's still raw shit on bare porcelain with no water and that's gonna yep. stay there for a while. Is there a more horrifying feeling than being? in uh, someone's house having to take a shit and then staining the bowl and knowing that someone's coming in behind you. Oh my God. It's so rough. Yeah. I mean, look, luckily like I'm not a big shitter at parties. I like, I just won't go to a party unless I've already fucking duked out simply for the fact of, you know, there's going to be a line and you don't want to be that guy just absolutely laying down the law. And then everybody comes in there like Jesus Christ. And plus it's in your clothes. (laughs) 
Like that seeps up and it, you know, it lives in your clothes and your jeans and shit like that. You smell like shit walking back to the party. I, I, I was never that guy. Like yeah, I can honestly I tell you that I've, I've only shit at parties when it was like drugs were involved or something like that. Where it's just like, yeah, of course, whoop, yeah. whoop. Oh no. Oh boy. One of our <laughs> early drinking bros episodes is called the Coke shitter. And, uh, really? I, yeah, I picked up a girl at her house. She excused herself to, uh, do a couple toots of cocaine and shit the fucking bathroom. And I was like, I'm out of here. I can't do, I can't deal with this. So that's a weird thing. Usually people say, I'm going to go use the bathroom. Then they do cocaine, but she used the excuse of doing cocaine. So she, she could go dump out is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, it is what it is and that's fine. But, uh, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big duker at parties. There's a guy and I'm not going to say his name because some people might know him. Uh, that I know who takes a shower after every time he shits. Nah, I, I I can see I can see that if it's messy and you don't want to go through the rest of your day like that. Yeah, but as a standard, that seems kind of weird. No, that's really weird. Like if you if you have a clean exit, you go on about your day like nothing yeah. happened. You know. Uh, so getting back to the the original point here, uh, of the uh, AP rankings. Yeah. Clemson, Clemson got 18 first place <laughs> votes this time. I think after I our know. show, because we both picked him. We both picked him to win the yeah, championship. It, I, so, again, folks, if you're out there and you're a professional athlete and you're looking for a big contract, come to Drinking Bros. If you're a team and you want to get higher rankings, come, tell us and we'll Come we'll to Drinking Bros. That's, what, that's what's going to happen. Is, this, we are the fucking uh, tastemaker for sports period period and i think that the reason why ohio state dropped to five from three from that coach's poll was just simply for the fact of the urban meyer stitch they don't know what's going to happen because otherwise there's there's no fucking reason to drop there uh they know and especially with georgia above them i don't get that because i i'm not i'm kind of bearish on georgia I'm, i don't i don't know baker would get mad at me for saying that but i don't they lost some, a lot of people. There. They lost a lot of people, and, and I heard there might be a quarterback controversy there, which I, 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 is shocking to me if that's fucking real. Yeah. I mean, it's not always the worst thing if that's the case. Sometimes it works out, but you don't want there to be an unexpected one. It's not, but I like that Fromm kid. and uh, yeah. yeah, Jake Fromm, yeah. So I, I, <laughs> I, look, I, you know, I'm going to pull up the, uh, the national championship odds. We'll see if these have changed. Not, I wonder if uh, so. After tomorrow, do you think Ohio State's going to go back up if if there's no serious penalty? A hundred percent. So, like, I'll put it to you this way, and this is full disclosure to the audience. I got all of my. I thought Urban Meyer was coming back, and I had heard through the grapevine, and I had posted some shit uh, in Drinking Bros Sports on Facebook page. I, I had heard through the grapevine, so I placed all my bets uh, on Ohio State to win the championship. All those prop bets on Urban Meyer, I have already placed those because the odds were shitty. And uh, I am fully expecting to be victorious now because of how shitty they were. To, to go even like, like deeper and darker into this, there was like some Ohio State apparel because like every year the new season starts, like usually Nike will ship me, uh, every team, every collegiate team has got a, a, a personalized shoe for their team. Nike yep. had shipped me um, their shoe every year, but a couple years ago they were sold, they, they just didn't have my size or were sold out of it. And it's, it's been like this impossible fucking thing to get is this goddamn pair of shoes. Once the, all the shit happened with Urban Meyer, not only did the shoes pop up, but they, they popped up at half price. 
their fucking t-shirts, all that shit did. So I, like I got a fucking cornucopia worth of Ohio State apparel that I was that just seems like really myopic. Did people really think he was going down? I never thought he was gonna leave. I you know when this story first broke, I I, I said yes. I, I thought he was going down the next day, but I said if it was gonna happen, it was gonna happen in forty eight hours. Yeah. When when once yeah, for that sure. forty eight hour window was over, then I was like, ah, there's a chance because they want to fire people for anything these days. Yeah. Um. So, I, yeah. Look, tomorrow's going to be a big day, but I, I think he's. My prediction after that was what two games? I said he would get suspended for two games for lying to the media, and then he'd be back to that that TCU game that you and I are going to go to. Yep. Yeah, I think uh, that's probably going to be the case. Actually, I think the time served one might be our one game suspension. Maybe I don't know if they'll give him two. Yeah. I mean, really, what he did was misrepresent the the team's position and try to cover the team's ass it wasn't him specific he it after the investigation we find out that he did all the shit he was supposed to do right yeah like he he reported it up the chain and there was an investigation there's nothing more he he could have done i think he was just trying to keep the university from getting a black eye which is stupid because the information is always going to come out but you know i think intent matters and he wasn't he wasn't doing it to try to save his own ass or anything because there's no ass to be saved there for him. He didn't do anything. No, no. Uh, and I think he'll be fine with it. But looking at the odds on mybookie.com right now, they still have Alabama favored to win the championship. <clears throat> so Al- Alabama's still there. Ohio State has moved back up um, to where they rightfully should at uh, at three. Clemson's at two. And this is just odds. This isn't those polls. And Wisconsin is like 10 times what Ohio State is to, to win the title. So, you know, these, these uh, AP rankings that came out yesterday are definitely not the betting rankings. The, the, the betting rankings are, are where we have them, actually. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, and if you're looking for like, like weird sleeper teams out there, like, because every year I do this, I don't know if you do this, but you pick a dark horse that's got the worst odds on the planet. And you bet on them. If you're going that route, um, let's see. You're going to go Virginia. Virginia's fucking crazy high. Um, Texas Tech is up there. South Florida. What's West Virginia? Just out of curiosity. Uh, West Virginia's uh, all right. They're, they're, they're mid-range. Um, they're, they're around the... 20, 20 to one odds right now. I mean, look, you can make a fuck ton of money if you put a hundred dollars on. Well, that's it. what I'm. That's what I'm saying because I think Virginia Tech's got a good shot. They have a great team, uh, and a team like Virginia, because of the way the the uh, committee is putting teams into the in the playoffs. I just don't. I don't know if a dark horse in college football can ever win. I mean, you you may be able to find another bet like for them to win their conference or some shit. Yeah, but for them, for them to win the national championship, like there's no fucking way Virginia's. There's a zero percent chance Virginia's winning the national championship. They won't even make it into the game. Right? No, I mean, no. Shit, I, look, C- Central Florida went undefeated and didn't even get into the playoff last year. Virginia could, because you know, simply they're in the ACC. So the yeah, ACC, yeah, yeah. if they win, you know, if, if they're able to to beat out Clemson and uh, be the representative of the, of the ACC, it's possible that, that they would at least get to play in the playoffs. But you know, winning is a dark dark fucking hole that you probably shouldn't get into uh the highest out of the big major conferences are rutgers they have the worst odds on the planet uh they're in the big 10 and oregon states 
Really? Yep. Huh. Uh, those those are the worst odds out of the 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 major schools. So if you're looking to, you know, grow a fuck. Oh, in Kansas, they have a football team. Kansas still does have a football team. Wow, still do. How about that? They still do. And uh, Illinois is is up there as well. So if you're looking to to grow a wild hair and say, hey, I feel like throwing ten dollars on something that can maybe pay me three grand, those are your teams to do it. And uh, Appalachian State, they always throw Appalachian State in there every year after they beat Michigan. That's Boone, North Carolina. It's beautiful there. It is. It is. It's a gorgeous town. Gorgeous town. I'll never forget when they beat Michigan, one of the greatest days of my life. Yeah, that was, uh, I think my, my ex's sister was going to school there at the time. So Man, I was, I was in Vegas when it happened, wild. and I was in the sports book when it happened. I had bet on uh, the Ohio State game that day. Went down to, to watch it, and when that field goal got blocked, I partied with people that I didn't know. There was laughs. There was tears. And to this day, by the way, Appalachian State still has some of the, the, the most sold apparel simply for uh, Ohio State fans who hates Michigan that much that they, they wear Appalachian State gear to never, ever let them forget that they lost to a Division II school. That's actually not a bad marketing play. It's great. Like if I, if if you're uh, if you're Penn State and Michigan's coming in, do you go white out or you just give everybody App State uniforms? Because uh, that would be fucking hilarious. It'd be great. I and I'll I'll tell you this: if you're watching that game, you know the Saturday night game that that Dan and I are betting against each other on. I guarantee you, you'll see some Appalachian State jerseys in the stands at Notre Dame. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. Uh, this is it, Dan. This is the last week. We're, we're, all, we're all done now uh, with the fucking Tom Fullery, the fucking Little League World Series. All that stupid shit is over. We can get into some hardcore gambling. And uh, next week, we've got the fantasy football draft. Wednesday nights, all three leagues. We got the, the, the two champions leagues and then the underdogs leagues are drafting back to back to back. And that is seven so the, the, your your draft is at seven, right, Dan? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mine's at eight thirty, and then uh, I'm I'm hosting the underdogs uh, draft as well, and uh, I, I believe that's actually going to be on Wednesday nights. And uh, yeah, man, so we're going to get together uh, the next day, and then call up some of the teams live on air and ask you why you picked your teams, and uh, and and who do you think will be the fantasy football sleepers this year. And then we're also going to be going over all of the odds for opening week of college football season. It is finally fucking here. Finally. Let me tell you something, guys. If you make some dumbass homer picks in your draft, be prepared to defend those picks because we're going to come after you. Yeah. There was a guy. I will say this. though. There was a guy last year named Ethan Ward. He's one of the admins on uh, Drinking Bros Sports. After the draft last year, I called him and I was like, man, why did you draft this weird ass team? He is a Homer, Georgia fan, University of Georgia. Yeah. Loves, loves, loves all the players from Georgia. He drafted a team entirely comprised of UGA former players. Wow. And That's he, a bold move. Dude, he, he, he did really fucking well. I think he was uh, one game away from the playoffs because he had Stafford, he had Gurley, he had, you know, and I was just like, holy shit. Um, so he had, a, he had a bunch of guys who were either University of Georgia players and or high school athletes of Georgia, and he, he did really well. And I was like, why the fuck did you pick these people? 
And when he told me, I was like, ah, there's no way. Towards the end of the season, man, he was right there. He missed the playoffs by one game. It's not bad. So it is possible. I'm going to wait to see who the asshole is who picks Baker Mayfield uh, round one. <laughs> Don't. It's going to be oh, someone. Please. You know that, right? Some, yeah, it always happens. <laughs> it, it always fucking happens. I'm not going to be drafting that goddamn guy, but hey. No. I might throw a flyer on him round 12 or something like that if he's still available as a backup, but that's about it. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, looking forward to the, the actual season kicking off. And, again, go to mybookie.com. Type in the promo code Bros. It will double your deposit, and you can start betting with us as of next week. Uh, what is it? Thursday. Thursday night's the first game. That's right. Oh, my dick is fucking... I, it's at a six, man. I need to get it to a twelve, and that'll that'll get it there. Seven days away. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. For Dan Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. Good night, everyone. Good night.